Would you like to come and stall it? Ah, will you just stall it, look? I'd like to come and stall it. Not really in the mood. Well, come on and bleed and stall it. Yeah, house hatcher. I'm not a house hatcher. We'll stall it for the crack. We're gonna have a laugh. This is the Stala podcast, a Go Loud original podcast, and it's part four of our JFK special. It's, it is. Did someone swap my chair? <laughs> no. Why? It's a bit lower. Oh, he's bumper up in here, huh? Bumper up. <clears throat> I feel like if I bump it up, I'm going to be in an episode of Jackass where I just go through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> episode four, where did we leave off last time? Can give us a little refresher? We left off with... Um, JFK getting shot. Oh, he was dead, yeah. Well, what kind of, this is kind of the conclusion, no? Or uh, <laughs> no, There is no conclusion. The conclusion is he's dead. We <laughs> we left off with last episode, we looked at a lot of the theories that arose that didn't directly involve Lee Harvey Oswald. Mm. So your magic bullet theory, the umbrella man, um, different things, that are the, what the witnesses saw on the day. Yeah, your man on the grassy knoll. Yeah. All the other stuff that was going on on the day. So I think we've got a pretty good picture right now of what happened and the bits around it. The important evidence that has floated around in the atmosphere for 60 years and mm-hmm. 60 years have now fed into conspiracy theories. And today, this episode, we're going to go through some of those conspiracy theories from the plausible to the fantastical, which is right up my street. Yes, there are some <laughs> great ones in here. I'm pretty sure some of them are Joe's. <laughs> There are some fantastic, oh, incredible stuff in here. Mm. There is. Please say there's aliens. There is. One of my favourite theories is alien, uh, is alien based. <laughs> okay, tell me. Let, let them say it now. Do you want me to give my one? Yeah, yeah, go. In one of the documents that was redacted, JFK wrote a letter to the CIA demanding to disclose information about UFOs. Really? Yeah. And so, the powers that be, the CIA, decided that this fella knows too much. He's too much power. He's going to open us up. He's going to ruin the facade of humanity, of civilization. He has to be killed. (coughs) And so, the CIA killed him. Because he knew he was getting close to (coughs) the alien cover-up. Yeah. (gasps) What do you think, Alan? Brilliant. It's all quite possible here on Stala. So he was going to have four more years to get all this information. And he was gung-ho. Like, if you think about the space race, he was gung-ho on getting to the moon first before the Soviets. So he wanted the UFO, the alien power, (laughs) to power his rockets (laughs) to get man to space. That's what he wanted. He was like, how are these UFOs flying? I need to figure out I need that what this technology is and found one go for it what do you think of his one uh, yeah I have one I have one here that <laughs> aliens organised a hit aliens organised a hit not even NASA aliens organised a hit yes a man called Milton William Cooper he was a former US radio personality author and gun rights advocate mm. that's a that's a picture a gun uh, rights advocate so he he's, he used to tell about this Project Luna which was a secret alien base uh, on the dark side of the moon mm. and he had a conspiracy theory that JFK was assassinated oh no aliens gave the driver of JFK's presidential limo a gas pressure device and the driver 
on behalf of the aliens, killed JFK because JFK was getting ready to expose a Washington alien alliance. Now. Now. That's what happened. It's all downhill from there. <coughs> That's what happened. Book closed. Everything else is going to pale in comparison to that conspiracy theory. Uh, Woody Harrelson's dad. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good one. You've been floating that one to me yeah. off the book. Remember last time we talked about how Oswald was seen drinking a Coke? Or was he? Ooh. Well, there's um, a fellow called Jim Moore in 1990 wrote a book, Conspiracy of One. And in that he had the theory Oswald must have acted alone because Oswald's favourite drink was Dr. Pepper. And the only reason Oswald would be drinking Coke when he was seen moments after the assassination is because he was so flustered and nervous that he got the wrong drink from the vending machine by mistake. Product placement. So that's why he was flustered now. Apparently he was a Dr. Pepper man, yeah. Conspiracy maybe, of one. Maybe he shot JFK because he got a Coke instead of a Dr. Pepper and he was really wound up about For that. For fuck's sake! Took Who's putting Coke out. in the Dr. Pepper machine? Conspiracy of One is a great album by The Offspring. Will we go through or song even. some of the more I don't know if they're credible but some other ones let's hear it alright so I mean obviously the reason the conspiracies gained so much ground here and why they still go on is because number one Oswald didn't get a trial but secondly the FBI and the CIA were not forthcoming with records as time has proven as time has gone on they were releasing what they felt like most of the time yeah before we proceed uh-huh. do you have any theories of who killed JFK or what happened Darren um, well do you want to wait until the end and we'll I'll give you some options at the end, we can all make our guess. At the end, is Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. They they hoped the Warren Commission would put things to bed. Didn't, obviously. No. It's estimated conspiracy theorists, like just to give you an idea of the scale, I think there's over 3,000 books written about this assassination, right? God knows how many documentaries. Conspiracy theorists have separately accused 42 groups, 82 assassins, and 214 different people by name of being involved in the assassination. If you were to look through every single conspiracy theory, that's the range of people who, like 82 assassins, <laughs> have been accused. It's a lot. What if there was 82 people? We'll start off, but we talked last time about the House Select Committee on Assassinations. So this was in 79, wasn't it? Let me just double check. This was in 70... Yeah, it started in 76. It wrapped up in 79. This is the... Uh, the Senate Committee. Um, so the House Select Committee on Assassinations. So US Congress went to look into the assassination. And in 79, they came out with the finding, basically, that Oswald did it, but he was part of a conspiracy. Now, a lot of that final finding was based on audio evidence from recordings, particularly the recording of a police officer's radio had been left open and the audio got recorded. And if you listen to it, it does sound like there's more than three shots. They listened to that, and that was a big part of why they said, well, there was more going on than what the Warren Commission found. However, in the years since then, People have done some pretty exhaust, like ridiculously exhaustive tests in Dealey Plaza, going through how something like that would sound, and they've measured it and all 
so on and so forth and basically said that you'd have to debunk it you couldn't take it as reliable because of the way the sound could work in Daily Plaza with echoes and so on you couldn't rely on the evidence mm. of the recording so I don't know if that one that it was that finding that it's a conspiracy still holds up this is the select committee yeah so this was we talked about this a bit in the last episode this was the one where like the umbrella man showed up Remember the Umbrella Man? I do. Yep. He showed up and said, I'm the Umbrella Man, but uh, I'm completely harmless. Promise. They did find out a good bit more. A lot was revealed there, and it did show that the Warren Commission was based on very incomplete evidence, but uh, I don't know if the it's as simple anymore as saying that the it was a conspiracy just because they found it to be a conspiracy, because, like I said, the evidence has been a bit discredited. What about... Oh. Like the fact that Lee Harvey Oswald was a loner and wasn't accepted into anything any kind of society or regime or whatever that the only people that accepted him was the CIA yeah yeah I'm, I'm liking it he's like being dealt with this ultimate task to assassinate JFK but they're in on it as well yeah and they're telling him the whole time we're with you this is what you have to do. We're going to do it with you. We're with you. Filling him with all the stuff that he wants to hear, like knowing because they've been following him for so long that he like literally signed up to this task. like Yeah. And then he did shoot him. CIA shot him too. But we always had the plan to just cover it up by using Lee Harvey as well. And that's why he was saying, I'm a patsy. Yeah. They set me up. Exactly. I Yeah, I like it. Stands up. It's as credible as any other conspiracy theory. You just made your own conspiracy theory. Don't know. Take a. Well I don't done. want to be a conspiracy a, theorist. A round of applause for Darren Conway <laughs> on his forced conspiracy theory. Welcome to the club, man. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it feels like? It's good, isn't it? Yeah, God, what weird kind of feeling. This there. is how he felt being accepted into the CIA. What do you think of that, though? Yeah, it's a valid theory. I, you know, you walked with the CIA to to kill JF JFK. I think but with the motives of accepting them, basically grooming them, I suppose, yeah? Yeah, I suppose. Because they're keeping tabs on him, they know the type of person he is. And probably yeah. the promise, he pro- they pro- he'd probably done it with the promise that he'd get away with it. Yeah, that he's doing a great thing here. like. Mm. And maybe the CIA were working with the KGB because neither of them liked, neither of them liked um, JFK. And maybe the reverse vampires. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say like uh, um, either that or the aliens <laughs> the, the saucer people and the reverse vampires it's not beyond the realms of poss- well, is it beyond the realms of poss- I don't I don't know what's what anymore to be honest with you although it has actually been refreshing enjoyable I've been reading on, on this and watching stuff for a while now researching this and my mind has changed a good few times which is kind, kind of nice I don't know I feel like we're always so dead set on things these days yeah uh, I, I thought A and now I see this and I go how I have to change my view on this. Feels nice to be proven wrong. It just does. To go down another angle. Um, just I mentioned that obviously, obviously he didn't have a trial. However, you can watch the trial of Lee Harvey Oswald on YouTube because in 1986 it was an English TV channel. Was it ITV? I don't know, but you can watch it now. They got proper trial lawyers, Vincent Bugliosi, who prosecuted Charles Manson. Not a good name. We talked. We talked about him in the MK Ultra episode. He was the prosecuting lawyer in it so they do a full blown trial and they get witnesses and everything you can watch this on YouTube please rise hear ye hear ye hear ye the district court of the northern district of Texas sitting in Dallas the honorable Lucius D. Bunton judge presiding 
The United States of America versus Lee Harvey Oswald. Uh, elaborate conspiracy. We expect the evidence, all of the evidence, to show that Lee Harvey Oswald, acting alone, was responsible for the assassination of John F. Kennedy. We expect they found him guilty. Well, sure, he couldn't defend himself. I know, Who played yeah. him? Who played him? Mencilla Black is the judge. <laughs> <laughs> the only professional actors were the spectators watching the trial. Well, he never existed. <laughs> well, hey, hey. Like, people can get plastic surgery to look like somebody. So he could have went over to Russia, got it, thought he was getting in with the KGB. KGB could have killed him, got someone that looked like him, gave him plastic surgery, sent him back over to kill um, JFK. I feel like I don't want any more conspiracy <coughs> theories well, because there's just too much, but I do at the same time. But it's just like, I wish I could just like pick one and go with it, but it's too many. You'd love to just know. Wouldn't you? It's so Somebody knows. Release the files. <laughs> yeah, there's so much out there. Like, if you want a hobby, get into this. Fucking hell. You'll never be bored. It is endless. Endless. So much. There's um, so much. I've mentioned this before as well, but Oliver Stone's film JFK is a huge moment for the, I suppose, the, the road towards transparency. Because he gets up in front of a congressional hearing after his film. His film ends with, you know, the records won't be released and all this. We mentioned this in the last episode. And the rec- records start coming out then. Still hasn't really stopped then. It's like there's a lot more known, but nothing conclusive. Right. We'll go through a few now. Mm-hmm. Lyndon Johnson, his vice president at the time, a man who many would argue had most to gain from Kennedy's death. Yeah. Supposedly flying back from Washington that day, Kennedy's longtime secretary, Evelyn Lincoln, drew up a list of suspects that she stuck Johnson at the top. Maybe she just thought he was an asshole. <laughs> but that Johnson fella. There was this one claim that went, I think a lot of this is based on. So there's a woman named Madeline Brown. She claimed she had an affair with Johnson. So she said she was at a party with Johnson. <laughs> Look at this for a guest list. Lyndon Johnson, Richard Nixon, and FBI director. Edgar Hoover uh, the night before the assassination and she said Johnson whispered into her ear after tomorrow these Kennedys will never embarrass me again that's no threat that's a promise this was the day before his assassination and he was on the gargle <laughs> and you were about to take a spin through Dallas Texas <laughs> see the president after Kennedy then yeah yeah he took, yeah, took out like, there's right something there. weird like as well when you see the photos of him with Kennedy's wife after yeah. it happened it Jackie. just looks weird like this is something weird about the quick transition and just yeah. him there and yeah. it's, it's really weird the Lyndon Johnson conspiracy he apparently he couldn't have been at that party the date like he had mm. an alibi so her story was bollocks and who was she again? Madeline Brown was her name and just she there. was the, an associate to Kennedy or an associate to Lyndon Johnson? she said she was having an affair with Lyndon Johnson yeah the little dartboard one of the big ones the CIA mentioned Oliver Stone and his JFK film that's the thrust of that one they believe very much that and this kind of this blends in with the military industrial complex which is the idea that JFK was not a warmonger and he was keen to wrap up Vietnam not get too deep into it he was generally keen on rolling back war you know he wanted to be friendly with the Soviets and he he was a peacetime president He, he very much was so the theory goes that the big money arms manufacturers and so on, they couldn't have that. 
Mm. And there was plenty of people in the CIA and the US government who fully agreed with them and were happy to help them because they like war too. You know, generals and CIA men, like a lot of them, yeah. they were quite keen on it too. So goes the theory. And US defense spending did rapidly increase between, I think, the first year of Kennedy's presidency and like, say, the last year of Johnson's, uh, which will be much later in the 60s because they, they went into Vietnam and Johnson rapidly ramped it up. He sent in a lot more soldiers and kept them there for a lot longer and obviously spent a lot more money. The JFK film, I've mentioned before, probably not the most accurate historical document. However, it's a great film. And I'm going to play you now a clip from Donald Sutherland's monologue. He's this unnamed CIA black ops agent and he goes to meet Jim Garrison, who's Kevin Costner's uh, the lawyer like who's investigating the whole thing. So we'll have a listen to that now. And don't underestimate the budget cuts that Kennedy called for in March of 63 either. Nearly 52 military installations in 25 states, 21 overseas bases. You're talking big money. You know how many helicopters have been lost in Vietnam? Hmm? Nearly 3,000 so far. Who makes that? Bell Helicopter. Who owns Bell? Well, Bell was nearly bankrupt when the First National Bank of Boston approached the CIA about developing the helicopter for Indochina usage. How about the F-111 fighter? General Dynamics of Fort Worth, Texas. Who owns that? Find out the defense budget since the war began. 75 going on 100 billion. Nearly 200 billion to be spent before it's over. In 1949, it was 10 billion. No war, no money. The organizing principle of any society, Mr. Garrison, is for war. The authority of the state over its people resides in its war powers. And Kennedy wanted to end the Cold War in his second term. He wanted to call off the moon race in favor of cooperation with the Soviets. He signed a treaty with the Soviets to ban nuclear testing. He refused to invade Cuba in 1962, and he set out to withdraw from Vietnam. But all of that ended on the 22nd of November, 1963. As early as 1961, they knew Kennedy was not going to go to war in Southeast Asia. Like Caesar, he is surrounded by enemies and something's underway. But it has no face, yet everybody in the loop knows. Roy, Roy, Roy. Good, isn't it? Is a slight hand though. Don't look over here. Look over here. Do you know what I mean? If it if it piques your interest over there, then you're not actually looking at the real story, which is fucking aliens. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't say anything about aliens and that. He, he mentioned them. It's notable that he says nothing about aliens. <laughs> we should make a JFK alien movie then. Oh yeah, yeah. If it doesn't already exist, yeah, definitely. I've got nothing else to do. <laughs> I feel like that would be like along the lines of a Seth Rogen movie. Right, so with like the boys, that, yeah, it would actually be good though. That also sounds very conspiratorial. The Oliver Stone angle that you know JFK didn't want war, but you know, war means money and so on. But there is on the record JFK did after the Bay of Pigs. You talk about his war and Alan Dulles, he got rid of him and all that. JFK did feel like basically he was led into that. Because they told him, oh, this will be easy, don't worry, this will work. And there, he felt afterwards, he privately would say that, he thought the CIA and the generals and so on were thinking, well, once we get in here, it won't work out. And then this very young president is going to be under a lot of pressure to react in the moment to basically send in the US militaries to save the Cuban exiles. And that will give us our overthrowing of Castro. Which we now know, the CIA was trying really hard back then to kill Castro. Yeah, they were trying everything they could. JFK later on, that was how he viewed it, that they had basically set him up 
to put him in a position where he would feel the pressure of starting a full-blown invasion of Cuba. And he stood up to that pressure. And after that, he basically didn't trust them. And he said, well, I'm going to hand over power for this kind of thing. I'm going to split up the power. So CIA is not running the show on everything. We're going to give it to the different branches of the military and so on, which would have massively weakened the power of the CIA. Mm. JFK also had said privately to his uh, assistant, uh, Kenneth O'Donnell, do you remember him? He was the one we talked about in episode one who relayed that the morning of the assassination, JFK and Jackie Kennedy have been talking about how easy it would be to shoot the US yes. president. So that was O'Donnell who later on would relay that conversation. He also said, years later, he said JFK had privately told him he was planning to withdraw from Vietnam, but he knew it would make him so unpopular he had to wait until his second term oh. because he knew he wouldn't win an election. But he felt it was the right thing to do, so he would do it once he got into the second term. And then a... So this was yeah. a foot in his head. Um, this was a foot. Is there any conspiracy <laughs> around uh, JFK faking his death? I mean, if you just Google JFK yeah. faking his death, I'm sure something will come up. He also, in July of 63, he bought, talked about the nuclear test ban, which is, again, dialing down the heat with Russia. Yeah. Wasn't popular with a lot of his generals. A lot of his generals during the Cuban Missile Crisis, they were like, shoot first, blow him up. Let's go. This is our chance. Yeah. Still that mentality. And he, again, didn't give them what they wanted there. So that is the basis, like where the whole CIA, the theory, where the motivation comes in. But what evidence, what evidence there is for it, again, to mention the JFK film, which which is the central plot line, the theories that uh, David Ferry, the anti-communist, and a few others were working you know, working with the CIA and that might be a link. There was this weird time Oswald was in New Orleans and nobody knows what was going on. That is where one of the strands of that theory comes from. Um, Just in general, people have always suspected, like we talked about Oswald's time in Russia and how the Russians kind of went, what's what's up with him? Like he's defected and he doesn't seem to give a shit about Marxism, which is why he said he was here. So they were suspicious. But also, they did say he's too much of an idiot to be a CIA plant. So they didn't really know what to make him. Um, he was led down that road. There was... Uh, rec- <sighs> Sorry. Sorry. Getting ahead of myself again. Uh, recently enough, a New York magazine journalist uh, went to the CIA and asked if Oswald had ever been an agent and asked it a source or a contact of the agency. And uh, they replied, the CIA believes all of its information known to be directly related to the assassination has already been released. We are not aware of any documents known to be directly related to Oswald that have not already been made part of the collection. The collection being the full set of records. Um, and this journalist pointed out they found it striking the agency just didn't say no. Also, during this time, Kennedy supposedly found out that the CIA, what CIA was up to with Castro and tried to kill him. And he went, well, that's a terrible idea. That was his view. You're going to cause awful trouble if you kill Castro. Says who? Who's it? Who was saying this? JFK. JFK was saying... If the CIA pull off their plan to oh, kill yeah. Castro he's like well that's going to cause us a disaster now the theory well why they they had done a coup in Guatemala a few years ago it's also in Central America and that it seems was a very thinly veiled basically the CIA operating on behalf of US businesses um, massive US corporations own land and like banana plantations and so on in Guatemala and when a socialist leader came into power and he nationalised all that he took it away from the American corporations and CIA basically went in on their behalf and took it back. And that's not conspiracy theory. That's true. But 
the theory with Cuba is very much the same, that US governments and the mafia and others stood to gain a lot by Cuba being their playground in which to make yeah. money. Castro comes in and says, no, sorry, this is for the Cuban people and whatever. So it leads to the... Uh, in- including drugs. That's what you mean by the mafia have a lot to gain. They open casinos. In Cuba? Yeah. Big casinos. You know, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? Yeah, I know him well. Uh, see, see the son? <laughs> Bobby. Yeah, he's he's the he's Bobby's son who's currently... Is he still running for US president? Um, he's the, Yeah, 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 because they're in the primaries. So I think you... He hasn't uh, dropped out, yeah. So is he Kennedy's great-grandchild? Uh, nephew. His, nef- his nephew, like. Yeah. He claims that his dad, Robert Kennedy Sr., told him he had, after JFK's death, Bobby Kennedy had dragged the CIA in and, and asked him, did they kill his brother? He claims his dad was always suspicious of it. And then the other CIA strand is MK Ultra, which we talked about before, that Oswald and Ruby. Has that not been investigated? MK Ultra? Through that no. process. So it feels like it's very remember investigatable. <sighs> They we when we were talking about it, like they they found like a couple of boxes of records. There's so much they'll never know about that, you know. So many blank spots. It's pretty out there that stuff. It's wild. The Cubans. What the fuck is actually going on in the world, man? <laughs> like, I worry I'm radicalizing you with all this. You're not. You're, you're not. Oh, still no, very. Where it starts. All starts with JFK. And yeah. Everything after JFK questionable. I'll yeah. still very much just you know, live in the box, man. <laughs> if we get to a point where he says something weird and you don't give me the little side eye look to see what I think <laughs> I'll be really I'll just be like if this. we reach that point <laughs> um, do you remember we mentioned so Oswald had run-ins with pro uh, or anti-Castro groups in New Orleans and all this one of them was the DRE and Snoop Dogg and DRE the CIA was watching them and uh Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when the House Select Committee were trying to get information, you have to keep that bit in. <laughs> in the late in the late seventies, they were trying to get information on all these groups linked to it. They wanted information on the pro Castro groups and to see what the CIA had known about them. And they asked for all the documents, and the CIA made it extremely difficult. They eventually gave them monthly progress reports, and. They went from 1960 until 1966, except for a 17-month gap around the, the assassination. Yeah, they found that to be a little strange. Mm. Some people who worked in that investigation thought there was possibly more to know from the CIA were deliberately hiding their relationship with them around the time of the assassination. I just wish, just wish I could go back to... Um my only knowledge of this case being that Lee Harvey Oswald killed JFK. <laughs> there's no going back now. You go back, uh, like. Uh, but there's no, like, there's, that's about as far as it goes. Suspicions. There's yeah. Suspicions. There's the stuff about Oswald and his relationships with the different Cuban yeah. link groups. There's, oh, actually, sorry, there's one more I almost forgot about. Well, I thought you were still on the CIA. Are we on Cuba now? Well, it's all linked. Okay. The CIA possibly working with the Cubans and the reverse vampires. <laughs> I'm setting myself. Here we go. 2009. 44 years after JFK's death, new assassination plot revealed. A former Secret Service agent told WLS-TV there was a plot to kill Kennedy in Chicago three weeks before he was assassinated in Dallas. So the story here is that on November 2nd, he was going to 
Chicago and the Secret Service were very worried because they had word of two specific threats. There was a right-wing radical called Thomas Valley who despised Kennedy. He was an expert marksman and he had taken the day off work, which made them suspicious. They arrested him with an M1 rifle, a handgun and 3,000 rounds of ammo. And there was also, there was a phone call from a motel manager to federal agents to say he just walked into a room that had been rented by two Cuban chaps and lying on the bed was several automatic rifles with telescopic sights. And they also had on the bed uh, the outline of the route Kennedy was supposed to take in the city that would bring him past that building. That's massive. So this <laughs> Abraham <laughs> Bolden is a Secret Service agent who said this in 2009. Adrian what? Abraham Bolden. That's Abraham fucking Bolden. incredible, like. So he says... Uh, How come you never said this to me before? Like, <laughs> That's I, huge. I, you I, holding this information? We literally I, found out who killed JFK on the podcast. Um, Bolden said, yeah, the, the, the guy, Secret Service, they made a aims and trying to catch these lads. The guy away. that they arrested that was took the day off work, what's his name? Thomas Valley. What was his whereabouts when they, in Dallas? Their little questions I have, like, where was he, Jordan, that was he investigated? Because it's very close to... Like, for a fucking map of a, of where he was going in Chicago as well. In chi- on the bed. The map was in Chicago? Oh, in the motel. They, they were in the building overlooking the route and they had a map of the route line on the bed as well as loads of guns. That's <laughs> how so the motel manager called. The feds is like, lads, I want to have a look at this. This is the day of... Kennedy's little trip around Chicago there was also it did come out later on that there was a radical Cuban exile called Homer Echeverria he was a smuggler of weapons and uh, he apparently had said to people that there was a plan to assassinate Kennedy this is also a claim from our man Abraham Bolden and is your man that took the day off work an American citizen uh, I think yes he was yeah is he a pat? Would he have been the patsy instead if he had it went through? No, but like, remember we went back to like a few minutes into the first episode and all this, we talked about how many enemies JFK had. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. he was, you know, against the mafia and the CIA and war and he was a Catholic and he was in favour of civil rights. Lots of people had reasons to hate him. It, it, was, Ma- it was Maggie Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> when she shot Mr. Bourne, so like, you know. Spoiler. Fuck. Six seasons. Three of them. <laughs> 25 years now. <laughs> if you haven't seen anything, fuck off. They end up cancelling cancelling that trip to Chicago then because between the Cubans and this fella, Valley with the 3,000 rounds of ammunition, they just said, listen, it's not worth it. Let's just... And he still decided to drive around where it was a little drop top. Yeah, the bubble down, yeah. I'd be like, ah, do you know what? I'll give this tour a miss. <laughs> was the bubble down on his trip in... Chicago or was that a, I never made the trip I never made it because of all that coming out like, and probably had it, well the reason he had it down in Texas was to seem approachable or to not seem unapproachable I guess so maybe in Chicago he wouldn't worry about that as much do you want to hear, the, do you want to hear about the mafia bits the yeah mafia but bits? I just want, want to say one more thing about that I just feel like that's a massive hole in the story yeah I feel like we should yeah. pull on that strand a little bit can we tug on that on which strand I just think like it's too too close to what actually happened who is he like what's his background did he move to fucking did he I know we obviously can't go into that now because yeah. there's a lot of research but maybe we get a little spin off episode going down the line look into him <laughs> we look into him next who is this guy 
I'm going to be fucking researching everything. Not just this, all of it. You'll like, watch yourself. You'll realise the world isn't as it seems. Maybe I'll stop being sound on the internet if I keep going too far. Oh shit. You won't be on the internet. You'll be on the dark <laughs> web. <laughs> There's more. <laughs> Echeverria, okay. He was selling guns. Or he's buying guns. In America. Yeah. But from a government informant. And while they're making the transaction, Echeverria says, uh, oh, we've got loads of money. And as soon as... And he would... He basically said, there's going to be... There's a plan underway to kill Kennedy. Guess what happened the next day? Kennedy was killed. Who said this? Yeah, uh, this is Homer Echeverria. This oh, I feel like no one else knows that and we're just after bringing that up now. <laughs> <laughs> this ATF informant, he told the Secret Service... So they started investigating this Cuban group in Chicago who could have been linked to the JFK assassination. Echeverria was a member of a group called the 30th, 30th of November group who were associated with the DRE, which is the Cuban group, who the CIA were monitoring, but the CIA would not hand over the records on to the Warren Commission. Or not the, sorry, not the Warren Commission. They wouldn't hand over their monthly records around the time of the assassination to the House Select Committee when they asked for them. And they made it extremely difficult. They like dragged their heels and redacted everything they could. They just did not want to give them any information about what they knew about this DRE group. And the DRE group was linked in some ways to these two lads. To this Cuban fella who told an informant Kennedy was going to be killed. And I am going to fucking snap. And this secret service agent didn't come out until 2009 to say all of this. No, these came out... Um, Imagine just this little, <laughs> small, tiny, little, little baby podcast called Stalin just stumbled upon something <laughs> no imagine huh you are right? uh, and this um, secret service agent Abraham Bolden he said I think he was speaking to TV channel in Chicago like in the last when was this in oh in 2017 he was saying this that they after they got this information after the informant told them that um, Homer Echeverria had talked of the plot against Kennedy, they raided a house linked to Echeverria and they found lots of guns. Now, he was a smuggler of weapons, so maybe that's not too surprising. But there was also maps of the Kennedy motorcade. Listen to me, Roy. Roy, go on, go on. Are you listening? I'm listening now. Yeah. Maybe everyone's just a mad bastard. Do you think and so? was Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't have been Lee Harvey Oswald. It just well, it couldn't could, have been. It could have been. He was shot from the front. His head exploded into the back. So it couldn't have been. Couldn't have been Lee Harvey Oswald. Fact. 100%. What do you think? Fact or fiction? Gria Grumble. <laughs> Gria Grumble. Straight up. He's, not, he's afraid that he's going to get cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're only covering stuff that's trying to be covered up. <laughs> Wait until we get into the Robert Kennedy assassination. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's even more mental. Was he that fucking assassinated fucking... as well? Yeah, man. He was whacked. Who was he? His brother. Shortly after. Keep that to yourself. This will do me. <laughs> I have enough conspiracies theories to do theories to do me for the rest of <laughs> my life now. Yeah, fucking they drain you. Would you agree? He was assassinated yeah. in June 6, nineteen sixty-eight. For what? For what? It's a for whole lot of bleeding kettle of fish. Where did this happen? In Los Angeles. What was he doing? Trying to be president. And was he shot on a 
what, what, where was he standing? Like, where, where did that happen? This is the JFK episode, but he addressed his campaign supporters in the Ambassador Hotel Embassy Ballroom. After leaving the podium and exiting through a kitchen hallway, he was mortally wounded by multiple shots fired by Sirhan. Kennedy died by 24 who? hours later. Sirhan, Sirhan. Homer? Right, well, come on, we'll get on with this. So look, there's there's big questions there about the Cubans. CIA were obviously, they were not being forthcoming. There's different links, who knows. Echeverria supposedly did business with the Mafia as well. Which leads me nicely into the next part. The Mafia. The Mafia. So, another one you'll have heard mentioned. When JFK became president, he made his brother, Robert Kennedy, the Attorney General. He decided the main thing he was going to focus on was the mob. And uh, they didn't expect this, apparently, because they'd been kind of cosy with his dad. <laughs> they yeah. thought that the Kennedys would be okay for business, and they weren't. And Robert Kennedy went after the Mafia very aggressively. He set up a special organized crime section. He got in this elite staff of lawyers to go after them. And one of the big ones was the targeting of a man called Carlos Marcello. He was the longtime boss of the Louisiana mob. And himself and his brother were indicted in a federal court. And during the trial, David Ferry. Oh, a friend. The man who Oswald possibly was hanging around with the New Orleans. He was in the courtroom during this mob boss's trial. Was JFK <sighs> cosy with the mob? Uh, no. But his dad was. Don't think so. In 79, the House Select Committee, which we keep mentioning, they decided that they couldn't prove definitively, but they said Marcello, the Louisiana mob boss, along with a, a mob boss from Tampa, Santos Traficante, and the <sighs> Teamster leader, Jimmy <gasps> Hoffa. What a Jimmy Oh, Jimmy Hoffa. Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, they said... John Travolta done a terrible fucking adaption. Was it John Travolta or Tom Hardy? John Travolta. What are you talking about? There's a film uh, called Hoffa. Okay, so... <laughs> Take that out because I'm not sure. I don't want people to think that I don't know me films. The committee found that this group... <laughs> the committee found this group, uh, I quote, had the motive, means and opportunity to plan and execute a conspiracy to assassinate President Kennedy. And uh, Santo Traficante Jr. reportedly later on said, we shouldn't have killed John, we should have killed Bobby. There was an, an FBI informant said that uh, Traficante told him beforehand Kennedy was going to be assassinated. Um, this informant later recanted and was murdered a couple of years later. The House Assassinations Committee looked to interview a particular mobster, a fellow called Sam Giancana who said he was involved in an assassination plot. Uh, but before he could testify, he was shot dead. Well, there you go. Yeah, I'll never know. <laughs> There's too many stories like that. But it has to be one of them. You're all just getting whacked. There's it just a piece of <clears throat> piece from every one of them groups just did it? Like a Cuban, a mafia head, all of them. Lee Harvey Oswald, and one CIA agent. Just, yeah. A fellow called Robert Blakey. He worked for the... House Assassinations Committee he was a lawyer and he said the mob did it it's a historical fact I doubt I have my doubts Robert Blakey is his name he worked on the organised crime section of the House Assassinations Committee this was his whole thing and he said yeah the mob definitely did it I feel like the mob are not very equipped to aim a rifle they're very like you know streetwise Hand you guns. just think the little hey, 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 come on, Addy. Hey, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, maybe not then, are they? Is that just well, film I mean, adaptions? The, this theory kind of relies on this mob boss, Mar- Marcello, Marcello, 
and his links with people like David Ferry and he had links with with Jack Ruby or were people who knew Jack Ruby anyway like he's he's linked between Oswald and Ruby easily enough mm. and there are stories of the mob talking about killing JFK that's kind of it there's nothing more concrete than that I mean there's fuck all concrete in any of these theories really isn't there <laughs> but like there's holes in everything yeah so then Jack Ruby seeing as we're talking about him everyone obviously found it very suspicious that Oswald was killed so soon after. Uh, people pointed to Jack Ruby's um, the record of his phone calls in the months before the assassination. He was making a lot of, a lot of long distance telephone calls, and people said this was evidence he was plotting a conspiracy with the mafia. But actually, it turned out he was trying very hard to resolve a dispute with. Uh, keep in mind, Jack Ruby owned a strip club. He was trying to resolve a dispute with the American Guild of Variety Artists. So he was having an, an industrial dispute with the union who represented the strippers at his nightclub. <laughs> and that's why he was making these phone calls. And then people saw the phone calls and decided this was evidence of a conspiracy. So things like that. Keep it in mind, you know. Do you remember uh, when we were talking about Oswald being in custody and there was phone calls the night before saying, we're going to kill him. We're gonna kill him, and, and he rang yeah. them back and shit. <laughs> no, that, no, and he got no. his call, wasn't it? No, that was that was the fellas calling them in jail, and the jail let them call them back because they were really accommodating. And in that spirit of accommodation, the next day, despite having got several phone calls to say we're gonna kill him, they still walked him through the garage in front of all the press and everything. So, uh, J. Edgar Hoover had actually called the Dallas chief of police and said, "We've heard about these threats. Like, could you be really careful with this fella tomorrow?" Now? They were like, yeah, no, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. Yeah, no, no, we're on top of it. And then local strip club owner Jack Ruby walks into the garage and shoots him. People question that. However, Ruby was known to be just a complete hanger-on at the police station. Like, if there was any action, he just loved hanging around. Just for gossip. Mm. He just hang around constantly. One of the big arguments against Ruby being involved in a kind of mafia plus is that he was just, he was a gossip himself. He was a loudmouth. Couldn't shut up. Rubio. Ru- Ruby. Ruby. You Rubio. always say Rubio. You always say Rubio. Always say Rubio. Yeah, I don't know why. Rubio. Who is Rubio? Is that a different person? <laughs> there's no Rubio. Basically, in all these names, there's no Rubio. <laughs> Ruby just couldn't couldn't hold his piss. So it was a bit like, you know, the CIA wouldn't hire Oswald. The mob wouldn't hire Ruby. Who was he again? He Jack killed Ruby. Oswald. Who killed Oswald? Oh, who, who owned the nightclub and stuff. Yeah. And had links to the mafia and had comeback hair, wore a suit. There are suspicions that Ruby's story was he was making a Western Union transfer at the time and it was just that was right beside the entrance to the garage for the police station. And so as he was doing that, he saw the, the commotion and went in and on the spur of the moment decided I'm gonna shoot this fella. And some people unprovoked kind of just yeah. did want to but didn't think he'd have the option. He supposedly thought that the shooting of the president might be sort of part of some anti Semitic plot. Was um, he Jewish? He was. And he thought, we mentioned this in the MK Ultra thing. When he was wrestling to the ground, people said he's, he, Ruby said, I had to show the world that a Jew had guts. That is supposedly what he said as he was wrestled to the ground by the police after shooting him. Now, remember we talked in the MK Ultra episode about how uh, Dr. Jolly West went in and came out and said, Ruby's lost he's, his yeah, mind. Yeah, it's crazy. Ruby might have lost his mind. Yeah. You Maybe. have to entertain that possibility. Like, he did think they injected him with cancer. He died of cancer a few years later and he thought they'd injected him with cancer. Maybe they did. Maybe he wasn't 
altogether there. And like there are news reports of him having to be restrained from like ramming his head into the wall of the cell. Mm. Things like that. Yeah. So Ruby and people who knew him said, yeah, he uh, he could have just done it off the cuff. But then there are people who say it just doesn't add up. Obviously, the Soviets were suspected, but, you know, no one ever found anything really to link them with it. It was just kind of a natural suspicion because when Oswald was in Mexico City and the weeks before the assassination, he met with the consul at that embassy, a man named Valery Vladimirovich Kostikov, who was working with the branch of the KGB responsible for assassination. He was over there trying to get the rights for Tetris. Could have been. Uh, Ted Cruz's dad, remember this one? Trump. In the 2016 campaign, Trump alleged there was a National Enquirer story where they had a picture of Ted Cruz's dad, Rafael Cruz, supposedly with Oswald in the days before the shooting. So Trump started saying, like, why is nobody talking about this? I think he's a lovely guy. All I did is point out the fact that on the cover of the National Enquirer, there was a picture of her, him and crazy Lee Harvey Oswald having breakfast. So they're all, all those theories, right? We'll throw them in one pile. They're like groups, the mafia, the Cubans, pro-war anti-Castro, CIA. They could have worked with Oswald. So Oswald could have, he had links. But like, how is Oswald the fucking mastermind? Like, how does he... No, he wouldn't be the mastermind, but he could have been used by any of these groups. Okay. That's the, like all these groups, CIA was watching them and, you know, questions about what he was up to in the years leading up to it. The Mafia definitely had links with the guys who were sharing the same building as him, but supposedly on different sides of the mm. Cuban fence. And then there's the Cubans. The other, there's another group then of conspiracies that Oswald wasn't involved at all. So if you say he had nothing to do with it. One of them, an accident that the Secret Service accidentally shot Kennedy. So this theory... I hate when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shoot him in the head. <laughs> this theory came out in the 70s. Twice. Or whatever. Seven times. Him twice. Three. Well, many times. Three times. This theory came out in the 70s that basically the ballistics evidence didn't add up. And what made more sense is if one of the Secret Service agents, they uh, actually named him George Hickey, was the one who was alleged to uh, have done it, kind of stumbled when the car lurched forward. So there was a shot, but the Secret Service agent stumbled and the shot that killed Kennedy came from his gun. Like, he accidentally fired. And then there was an Australian detective called Colin McLaren and he went further and said, the reason this happened and the reason there was such a big cover-up over the years is because the Secret Service was so embarrassed that they'd killed the president because this agent, George Hickey, was only on the detail because the rest of the Secret Service agents had been up on the piss all night and they were so hungover, they had to basically put the B-team on the job and they accidentally shot Kennedy. <laughs> That's that theory. Right. I'm not buying that one. Right. I'm not buying that one. You're not buying that one? How do you believe in accidentally what would for? Oh, like, into the head. So, um, I have promised you this. Oh, that was a surprise, was it? Do you not say I have a big surprise for oh, you? Oh, yeah. Sorry, there was the other one. Um, <laughs> it's not even Christmas yet. So, sorry, I should I should have said this earlier. So, this one. Oswald did do it, right? What? But... That's not a surprise. No, no, no. Bear with me. A few years ago, 
a historian and journalist called James Reston Jr. came out with, uh, he wrote an article in the LA Times and he suggested that Oswald did it but he was aiming at Governor Connolly. Well, he got him. He did, but also accidentally got JFK. So, he says the proof he had is that a Secret Service agent called Mike Howard, when searching Oswald's apartment, found a notebook in which Oswald had written in block capitals, I will kill. And then the names of Richard Nixon, FBI agent James Husty, uh, General Edwin Walker, who we know he did try to kill, and Texas Governor John Connolly. And then beside Connolly's name, Oswald had drawn a bloodied dagger. Fact. That's a, that's not a theory. That's true. Like He had that paper. Like. Yeah, well, this Secret Service agent, Mike Howard, he says he had it, and he says he gave it into the Warren Commission, and then, when he read the Warren Commission, he realised they had not included it. Well, surely JFK's name would have been on the top of the list. No, and here's the yeah. the argument for why it was, why Oswald hated the governor and it was nothing to do with JFK because apparently when Oswald attempted to defect the Soviet Union that obviously led to his discharge from the Marines no sorry he had been discharged from the Marines but when he attempted to defect that discharge was downgraded to undesirable and that meant when he came back to America from Russia it'd be very hard to get work because he'd have that on his record that he had an undesirable discharge so nobody would want to hire him and he appealed to Connolly who was then Secretary of the Navy he got a letter back saying no and the letter was embossed as I guess all of Connolly's stationery was with his smiling face and also a campaign leaflet urging him to support Connolly's candidacy for governor. So he gets that letter and it comes on this page with Connolly's smiling face and a leaflet saying can I have your vote please and that pissed Con- Oswald off so much. And now Oswald was a man to bear a grudge like we do know that. But yeah, and supposedly other people who knew Oswald agreed it was quite possible he did hate Connolly. <laughs> I mean, why? Why, why, in why would you wait till? Like, um, yeah, he's never going to be more protected than when he's standing beside the president. Yeah, like he's only the governor of Texas. Like I feel like you could get yeah. him handy. I, you'd kill him handy enough now. You'd get, get him, him fucking shot from. You'd get him in. Radio. You'd get him in. Fucking Aldi or something. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the Zapruder film that we talked about? This the, the only yeah. footage of it. So there was a very poor quality copy of it going around, and in like in the very grainy footage, it looked like the driver turned around and shot Kennedy. So people believed that for a while. Like, oh, uh, Woody Harrelson's dad. Let's get to it. Here we are. Okay, Let's get to it. Charles Harrelson, born in Texas, nineteen thirty-nine, convicted armed robber, and also believed to be a contract killer. A hitman, Yep. He was convicted of assassinate, assassinating the federal judge, the first federal judge to be assassinated in the 20th century. In September 1980, he had a six-hour standoff with the police, high on coke, and during the standoff, he said he'd killed this judge, but he also said he killed JFK. And Who said this? This is Woody Harrelson's dad. Okay. Yeah, so later on he would say, oh, well, I mean, that should just give you an idea of the state of mind I was in at the time. Uh, to be saying crazy things like that. He said, I only said it to elongate my life, as in, if they think I killed JFK, they won't kill me. They probably won't talk to me instead. Then another drug dealer, Joseph Chagra, testified during Harrelson's trial for for this, that uh, Harrelson had claimed to have shot Kennedy and had drawn maps to show where he was hiding during the assassination. 
Chagra said he didn't believe Harrison's claim. And the FBI said they didn't believe it at all. But then a book came out, Crossfire, in 1989, which was one of the more, I think, read JFK books. It's one of the ones that a lot of people believed. And in that, Harrison is believed to be the youngest of the, what they're called, the three tramps. So these are, there's a picture of three kind of roughly dressed men, they're called tramps uh, by people, being walked through, I think it's the railroad yard, walked through by police. And the suspicion was that these three were involved. Actually, we mentioned it in the last one, that one of them was, they took the picture and compared it to the Watergate burglars. Mm. And someone said Woody Harrelson's dad was one of these three. Is he locked up? Like, what is his story? He's dead now. He's dead now. Uh, And Jim Mars, the author of that book, also said Harrelson was linked with criminals who were linked to spies and shady military people and all that stuff. Feels like everyone was a fucking Mm. spy back then. It was just in a war. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, also had links to Jack Ruby the three tramps later on were or not the Dallas Police Department said they, they knew who they were and they weren't Harrelson so there are there are a few people who've run with this theory that Harrelson was involved on the grassy knoll or working with secret agents and yeah 88 he he did an interview with um, documentary The Men Who Killed Kennedy and he said he was at the time JFK was killed I was having lunch with a friend in a restaurant in Houston Far, far away. That old Chesnut. He, would he say, said he wouldn't have it. taken that contract. He would have? He wouldn't. And even if he did, that doesn't answer who would have given him the contract. Yeah. But it's still pretty cool. Of course, there's also an, an Illuminati conspiracy theory. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's, I mean, there's, there's conspiracy theories from every angle. But that's a bit of a flavour of all the ones. All that confusion. That's what it ended up with. All those different theories, so... In the 60s, this, you know, it fed into the Vietnam War. People felt like they'd been lied to about that. People in the US, Watergate, um, as stories started emerging in the 70s then about the CIA's shady carry-on in places like Iran and Guatemala with coups and so on. And JFK assassination is kind of seen as a watershed moment where trust in the government started to fade. Mm. People started to say, we just can't believe everything we're told. Mm. And yeah, to this day, it holds that roughly... 60-odd percent do not believe the official story that Lee Harvey Oswald did it all on his own. You couldn't. So, what do you think? That's the end of my notes. Finally. <laughs> well, I think you're more qualified than anyone then to say what you think. Tell me what your thoughts are. Um, this is going to be interesting because we've been giving our thoughts throughout. Does your conclusion involve aliens in any way, shape or form? I'll just give a disclaimer before we finish. I probably yes. should have given this a start. Uh, we, those of us who have contributed to the research, have done our very best to get it right. But like, there is so much out there. I'm sure I have said something across these episodes that is completely wrong. And it will be an honest mistake. And if you do spot something, give us a shout and let us know. Um, and we'll take that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's really bad, yeah, we'll take it out or we'll do a correction or whatever. But we very much made an attempt to use very credible sources and then if there was conflicting ones to weigh up which seemed most realistic and also to let you know when we're giving you information if we're not sure about it we're very clear that this is not something to hang your hat on you know mm. it couldn't be considered absolutely watertight so uh, mm. sure none of a code in this case but there's something about the bullshit only today I was watching a YouTube video from a very big YouTuber he released one yesterday for the assassination and he talked about the magic bullet theory 
And remember, we talked about that in the last episode. Yeah. And I pointed out to you that the people who support the theory say you have to pay attention to the fact that JFK's seat was not directly behind Governor Connolly's seat. Slightly elevated. And that could explain the angle the bullet entered and then would go through. But this video says the magic bullet theory and just totally takes the piss out of it and never once points out that there has been a somewhat possibly credible explanation for it. 1.2 million views in the first day for the video. I feel like well, we didn't want to go in for that. So we've, if there's some, we tried to give you both sides. Every angle. As much yeah. as we can. But it's a mess. And if you want a hobby, get into JFK assassination research because you will never run out of stuff to read and watch. And there's still unread documents that will take a lifetime for people to get through. Yeah. Right. My thoughts. Let me hear it. First of all, I do think Oswald was involved. And I, I, have, I have swayed back and forward on that. Not only involved, I think he shot him. Um, I swayed back and forward on that, or at least tried to shoot him. And, uh, but the stuff about the, the curtain rods, what's he up to there? The stuff about getting down the stairs would raise big questions, getting down the stairs on time. But I suppose, possibly like you said, Darren, how can you judge time accurately? That would be my thinking that that's probably easier to explain away than him going back to his house the, the night before to get this mysterious package. Um, and I would also, the idea that the CIA might be involved, oh, it does seem very strange. And I know it's not a naturally transparent organization, so maybe you shouldn't expect much, but you're going to ask questions. But there is a chance that they were watching them. And we've seen lots of this in recent years with terrorism incidents where the police will go, yeah, we were watching that guy. Mm. And then we didn't think he was that much of a danger and then he shot loads of people. Sorry. An agency will cover up to defend itself in that way. They could have had Oswald on file and he came back and they kind of said, oh, don't worry about him, he's a looper. Or he's, he's, he's a waster. Nothing to worry about there. And then they go, oh fuck, he's after shooting the president. <laughs> Wouldn't oh, you? Bollocks. And if someone goes, were, were you watching him? What would you say? He'd say no. But the, the fact not. he tried to kill a governor earlier on as well, just a few months earlier. I fully believe they knew all about him, but I'm saying it doesn't necessarily carry from that that he was working for them. It could be that they just dropped the ball, and then when they realised how badly they dropped the ball, that they should have given the FBI the heads up or the Dallas PD, like. By the way, fellow who works in the really tall building overlooking this, uh, you'd want to get him out of that building the day before, or you might want, yeah, you know, you might want to take him in for questioning, check out what's in that bag he brought and into the office. They just didn't that think that would come to that, and they didn't. And then the reputational damage that would have come out if the CIA, supposedly the most effective intelligence machine on the planet, had been caught with their pants down, that would explain why they would pretend they knew nothing about him. I mean, other things could explain it too. Um, Oswald, I suppose I wasn't sure about the motivation on him until I looked into the biography. I was kind of going, why would he do it? But then when you read about how he was carrying on and the, trying to assassinate the, the retired general, mm. it makes more sense. Then I think the big one against the conspiracy. Right, so a few years later, Robert Kennedy was assassinated. Yes. How was he assassinated? In the lobby of a hotel room by the by mafia. Some fellow walked up and shot him straight at point blank range. Right? Yeah. 
That's still believed to be a massive conspiracy by many people. And JFK, that morning, he goes away from the plan. Like, the plan is he gets off the plane and gets straight in the car because it's Texas and they're being careful. But he says, I'm going to go over and shake hands first. And he goes over and you can see this footage. He goes over and he's shaking hands with everyone. He did this all the time. He would be told, get from A to B. But he'd go over and, and get into the crowds and mingle. Like, that was a big part of his appeal. He was going to do that again. People weren't aware of that. Like, If the CIA wanted to kill him, would it not have been much lower risk and higher chance of reward to have someone do uh, Bobby Kennedy and shoot him at point blank range rather than have snipers shoot him in a moving target? It just seems a bit outlandish. There's so much chance of that failing. Mm. And especially if Oswald is an idiot. They'd want to be real careful that. But then, like, he doesn't. But then, he it, then so it just bad. becomes a failed. Then it just becomes a failed uh, assassination attempt. Attempt. Yeah, and maybe, maybe the the idea was it would fail. That's literally just occurred to me now. Maybe the idea was it would fail, and they would nab Oswald anyway and say, "Yeah, he's a fucking Cuban. We have to. He's a pro Castro head, so we have to invade Cuba now because Castro has sent this guy to kill Kennedy. Maybe that was the plan. Yeah, and he'd always be a steward, whether he took the shot or not. It was still a plan and that just went horribly wrong. Shot in the head. I, th- I think it was a perfect shot. Like, I don't think, I don't think it was an accident, but. It just seems. And like, I think I said this at the very start. The amount of people as we went through this. Stories of witnesses' files being burned and people coercing witnesses and all this stuff. And on a, one by one basis there does seem to be credible evidence for all these little stories we hear but you add it up and you're getting to a big number of people who have kept a secret for 60 years and if you're the person who comes out with the smoking gun and that's the other thing 60 years and you've never had more people looking to find the answer to a question probably ever apart from the existence of God I doubt you've ever had more people look to answer one question (laughs) honestly and they haven't answered it which might suggest that the answer is already out there is it answerable? Like exactly, is there no answer? Because well, all the all that the concrete no answer, evidence there's no answer. All the concrete evidence is either destroyed or or lost or Hampered, missing, yeah, and yeah. or it, like the information's covered up, and you just cannot get the answers. They're not giving you the answers because that's just means they're fucking hiding something. They don't want you, like whoever's in, whoever has the information, whoever has his brain. Doesn't want you to see all it. them. Doesn't want you to know the truth. There, don't add up to me. No, there's so yeah. There's so many times in this I've read stuff and gone that doesn't that doesn't add up. And there's loads of stuff, even just the stuff talking there about the, the Cuban plot. Like what was what was going on there, and why didn't we find out more about that? Now the story that came out very recently, the doctors in the trauma room, and seven of them coming out and saying we believed the wound was an entrance wound, as in he was shot from the front. Yeah, that would then give me pause people have said that doctors who are involved in treating someone in an emergency to save their life uh, have been proved unreliable in later identifying the nature of the wound they have done tests and I think it's like kind of a one in two actually get it right but the fact that you had so many doctors haven't changed their story and have said yeah no, that was an entrance wound that then makes me think well I mean if that's true then it's definitely a conspiracy. If that alone is like, true, it is definitely a conspiracy. And they seem credible. So I'm leaning heavily towards, I definitely think Oswald was involved. I'm leaning heavily towards 
I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's impossible. I don't fucking that's know. That's the problem. How can you know? That's why it's still going. But you can just, all you have to know is that the, what they want you to believe in the, like in the, in the Warren report, that's just not the truth. Or if, at the very least, it's not the full truth. We're doing like he was shot from the front, hundred. Like uh, you, you can be a little bit more like skeptical and reasonable about it. I'm just going to shoot from the <laughs> hip, if you pardon the pun. Oswald was a shit shot. There's no way he could have pulled that off. The magic bullet was. He was on the sixth floor. He was aiming down. The bullet clearly came from the front, from the footage. There's inconsistencies in his body, like the the size of the hole in his head, from multiple different reports. Like they took his brain, hid his brain, they destroyed evidence. The the bullet was on the ground, and then it was in the car, and then it was in your man's hand. Then your man, then it fell out of his leg. Then it went into. Then your man picked it up from the car and put it on. There's just and too came out many. in 2023 and said, "Oh, I put the bullet on the yeah the stretcher." There's too many inconsistencies. Wait, why too are many. they all just coming out now? It's like it's so far like behind that. Like that. They have to just go, oh, well, I'll just say it now then. Because... Fucking... And I think, like... I think it was the industrial... Uh, the the um, military, mi- industrial. military industrial complex with the CIA. And I think Oswald was just a fucking stooge, a plant, a patsy. He was patsied to fuck. Absolutely, 100%. He could not take them shots if his life depended on it. And it literally did depend on it. Yeah, how he made the shot is another yeah, question. That, that would definitely... There were a few big ones. How he got down the stairs on time, how he made the shot, and if those doctors are correct. They'd be the big ones because, I mean, he could have made the shot. He was still, like you said when we talked about it, he was still yeah. a, a Marine-trained yeah. marksman. His first test scores were better, and maybe he did train to get back to... Where he had been. Um, Maybe being shit, Marine trained, isn't about like missing a target. Do you know that way? Mm. But they, like they, could be, they don't, they run tests again with other marksmen who couldn't get it. Yeah. We're the still target. Never mind the moving target. The, see this conversation we're having now? Yeah. This is happening for 60 years. <laughs> like, yeah. we're, we're just a part <laughs> of that conversation now where it's undecidable. You can't decide it. And no one can. Yeah. No one. Ever will probably I don't know if the I don't will. want to know exactly what happened. I just know that you want to the know. official version of events is not what happened. That like what they're saying happened did not happen. Yeah, I think everyone could probably agree on that. Like there is some flaws there. Like six, well, sixty percent. Well, like yeah, they were involved. They were involved. He, she, whatever. Like there's still flaws. Do you know? So, um, can I ask you something? Yep, we're coming to the end of the podcast now. Yeah. So I just want to ask you something. Uh, do you agree with the official report, <laughs> the official story? Yes or no? Uh, what, what do you mean yes or no? Do you agree with the vi- official version of events? I told you, I don't know. It, in a, you don't what know? are you afraid of? <laughs> I'm afraid of just being really definitive about something that's got so much like grey in it. Why do, you have to, why do we have to be definitive? What's wrong with saying, I don't know? When did we lose the because permission to say I don't know? It, because it's not saying one thing or another. It's just like, do you agree with the official version of events that Oswald was a lone shooter and he shot uh, JFK dead? Uh, 
and he walked off his own volition and he done it from the sixth floor of the book depository in Dallas. Do you agree with all of that? Well, let, let me ask you this, right? No. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, answer uh, me question now. Ask me. Could you see, did Oswald, could you imagine Oswald wanted to do it, right? After what we've learned. Yes. All right. Could you imagine that Oswald did bring a gun into the building that day? Yes. Right. Could you imagine Oswald did shoot him? No. Would you imagine he tried to shoot him? Yes. Okay. So for you, it's that he couldn't make the shot. So then who shot him from behind? He he could do that. I'm not saying that he was or wasn't involved. I think he could have been involved. So my answer to that is yes. But also, could he not be involved? Also, yes. But I 100% believe (laughs) there was at least one other shooter. Yeah. So I, I, so has, I disagree I think, with the official version of events. I think there kind of has to you, be. Has, you, <laughs> but there has to be another shooter. Like. So, but I want Owen to say it. I, I want Owen to say that he disagrees with the official version of events. I feel like th- I, I feel like this is why we did this, is so you could ask me this question. <laughs> I didn't know you had this much patience. Uh, probably not. <laughs> so you're a conspiracy theorist? Get in there! No. They're converted. Ah, uh, no, this is the conspiracy theory, like I said at the top, where if you believe the Warren Commission, you're in the minority. You're a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. You'll have to stick on the, the tinfoil hat now. Welcome to the tinfoil hat club. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I was the only one to make my own conspiracy theory on this. What do you think happened? Um, I've said from the very start that Lee Harvey Oswald definitely was involved. But I also think other people were involved as well, so... I don't think what was said as the final verdict is true. Um, I don't like I'm not that far down the hole that I'm like it was this it was that it was blah 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 yeah. I could not tell you who else was involved mm. but it's just the thing that stands out for me is the bullet to the front and if he shot from the back there has to be someone else it has to be like there has that's the central thing for me yeah like there's a 100% has to be and the magic bullet theory is bonkers. I the think that you could shoot somebody through the back, through a back brace. Ask me, ask me to, what do I think of the whole, the whole verdict? And do, I... do you agree with the... <laughs> Darren Conway, Yes. do you agree with the official version of events that John F. Kennedy was assassinated by Lee Harvey Oswald and him alone? Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Oh, Don. I feel like... Like we're going from God. that right and next week we're going to go back to fucking <laughs> what was your favourite fucking thing as a child or yo-yo was it? Like how can you go back now? <laughs> you can't. Like how can you go back now? Yeah we've opened this we've was my the Rubicon. I've accidentally radicalised Darren Comey. <laughs> how can you go back like? Uh, next week is 9-11. No. Like if we're <laughs> talking about the fucking a Tamagotchi who fed the Tamagotchis I won't want to listen unless it's someone that killed someone or <laughs> like you know has something fucking surrounding them <laughs> maybe I'm joking, I, I don't mind talking maybe in the new year when I've got the energy again maybe we'll do Robert Kennedy that's a mad story that's pretty mad I want to do the Freemasons and Martin Luther King do a little trilogy what about Jeffrey Epstein oh, oh yeah I mean I don't even know if that's a conspiracy theory that's just a fucking no, we're, we're not talking conspiracy theories here we're just like just do a deep dive on the interesting people yeah. is that us done is it? I feel it's kind of... Like, like, well, almost forgot. Thanks to our assistant producer, Siobhan Walsh, and researcher, Millie Reed. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, that's all I had to say. You two finish it off there. I don't want to finish it because I just want to know. <laughs> uh, 
it kind of feels like it's it's still open ended because obviously we haven't come to a conclusion because there is no conclusion. Um, I hope you, the listener, enjoyed it as much as we did. Because we've, mm-hmm. me and Darren, sitting here, taking it all in, learning a lot from again the hours have, of research put in by again. Yeah. I have learned more during an ep- a few episodes of Stolid than I have in the whole time I was in secondary school. There you go. Fact. This is like school to Darren. Fact. You've grown as a human. I feel like I'm going to get too educated through this podcast and then I'm going to become something that I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> like a conspiracy terrorist? <laughs> no. No. I just want to scream at crisps. <laughs> you know, I think uh, the whole conspiracy terrorist is a bit of a joke. I want to scream at crisps. It's a good way to end it with Chris O'Walken. Yeah. Question after. Yeah, I feel, yeah, it's like a palate cleanser. <laughs> it is like an afterlife. <laughs> yeah. An afterlife. <laughs> yeah, after that meal and then just do a little Chris O'Walken. Say oh book depository book, as Chris O'Walken did. The book suppository was in his ass from the sixth floor for five whole years. <laughs> and now, my son, I give the suppository to you. If you have any theories around the John F. Kennedy assassination, email them into stalley at goloudnow.com. Or if you have any other interesting conspiracy theories that you think would be good for us to do a little deep dive on, uh, email that in as well. And maybe a listener question mm. for us to, to answer on the bonus episodes, yep. which we'll be getting back to now as normal. Thanks very much for listening, folks. Um, we'll be back to the silly next week. We'll be talking all things World Trade Center. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, don't threaten me with a good time. We won't be. Uh, <laughs> I, I will make sure of that, actually, because um, we want to be doing ads screaming at crisps and uh, we want to be selling tools. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> Roy, go on. We'll talk to you later. See you then, folks. Hope you enjoyed that.